0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Celebrate Your Trauma. On today's episode, Vivian is going to share a few of the books that have made a huge impact on her life. We hope you enjoy our conversation.
1: Hey, Teresa. Good hey, morning. Viv. Good morning. Uh, today is about something very important that I like to share with you and to our listener is how I got to, so hungry about wanting more. I was in a phase of my life that I was seeing therapists weekly. And I was getting a sense like this more to life than I was starting to perceive. And I started to search for books. So I started to go to library. This field of healing, transformational and personal growth in present form of books, started to grow 60 years ago. So I was starting to tap into that. And along the way, certain people came forward with original massively effective techniques and concepts. And this field started to really, really be expanding. You mean the field of self-help books? Yes. I was hungry for more. I was hungry beyond words. I was ready to break the ceiling of my journey. So today we're going to talk about four different books that
0: were impactful on your life. And I know you wanted to uh, give a little shout out to Robert, your husband. Yes,
1: actually, uh, when I was starting to reflect on the subject of my my next podcast, even though Theresa faithfully has a beautiful list of subjects, Robert, say my husband said, "Why don't you talk about the books who are who have been so influential into your journey?" I say, "Great idea." So thank you, Robert.
0: Thank you, Robert. Okay, <laughs> so the first one is called "Conversations with God" by Neil Donald Walsh. So. Um, for each of these books, I did go on Amazon just to give a real quick um, recap of what they're about, according to the publisher. Um, that way, you can make notes at home and see if this is a book that you would want to start with, and then Biff's going to talk about how each book impacted her life. So, Conversations with God is Neil Donald Walsh's account of his direct conversations with God that began while Walsh was immersed in a period of deep depression. He composed a letter to God in which he vented his frustrations, and to his surprise, even shock... God answered him. Book one illustrates how to make our relationship with God more personal. Book two discusses both the personal and global challenge many of us face, exploring such topics of how listeners can shape their futures, help build a new society, and play a role in creating a loving consciousness on a global scale. So I guess my question to you, Vivian, to start with is like where were you in your journey when you found this book?
1: It's a very good question. I was, this is this is the last book that I have never let go. Mm-hmm. Wherever I go in my vacation, in my suitcase, that book goes in. Interesting. I was in, in a phase of my life, I was a hypnotherapist at that time, and I saw the title in a bookstore, and I picked it up. And I can assure you, every night I was reading this book, crying, mm. it was touching me to the core of my soul.
0: Can you remember something specific that, Uh, you learned or that really impacted you
1: everything 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 in this book about the multiple of soul that the multiple of life we have and what really impacted me was about my the sexual abuse i suffered through that book i was able to heal myself because i was not my body that's when i got that there was a spirit Oh, okay. And I got that, and that set me free, and I was able to set other people free with that same guidance.
0: Well, that's amazing. Do you think people who say they don't believe in God can benefit from that book? I, 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 I'm always worried about our, uh, <laughs> our agnostic yes, the, friends. Yes,
1: the, the, the Neil Walsh covered that about the New Age and uh, all of this, to, to really reach those people. Uh, to find a pathway to reach them. So uh, whatever you want to call God, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And God is fine with that. He doesn't have a big ego like us.
0: <laughs> so I haven't read this book, but my uh, my quick question, just when I read the uh, description, I was curious, how did the author receive his answers from God? Were they um, downloaded? A, voce- a, voice, or a voiceless voice. A voiceless voice, kind of like you received like, as well. Like
1: the one I received. Okay. And so I could relate to, to believe him when he said that. Um, yes except for me i I couldn't move i was immobilized with the light and the power of it so i couldn't just do anything else i couldn't write i couldn't i couldn't respond i was so in awe in In awe and (gasps) i was i was receiving god it was like hey I had a date with God. I mean, this was an amazing moment for me. So I trusted him. And, and then all, all this, this is not a book you can read on a weekend. It's, you have to pause, mm-hmm. to read it, pause it, highlight, stay with that, those, those feelings because they are so powerful. They will vibrate your whole being, hmm, the power of it.
0: I feel like I saw as well, does this have a, a workbook that goes with it?
1: I don't know, but for sure he has okay. one for teenager, and I got it for oh, my t- my daughter, and she she poo pooed at that time; she mm-hmm. wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wrote a book for teenager to introduce oh, them, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's a trilogy. So, I mean, that was the most refle- ref- refreshing book of my life.
0: Wonderful! I'm going to add that to my list because that's one I have not
1: read. Oh please! Good. And then we can we can do a after sh- uh, we can do a talk show on it. Okay. I mean,
0: So the next book we have is called Life After Life by Dr. Raymond Moody. Now, this is one I have read years and years ago. And the description says, in Life After Life, Raymond Moody investigates more than 100 cases, studies of people who experienced clinical death and were subsequently revived. First published in 1975, this classic exploration of life after death started a revolution in popular attitudes about the afterlife and established Dr. Moody as the world's leading authority in the field of near-death experiences. So what is your experience with Dr. Moody and his stories?
1: I... I, oh my god i, I loved i love dr moody works um i was in a therapy session at that time and i was saying to my therapist i'm so scared of death mm. i was just innocent truthful reality for me i was terrified
0: i feel like many people are afraid of death
1: absolutely and she said, oh not at all pick up dr moody books life after life i think i know every page by heart at that time i had to shift my reality and, and, and trust what I was reading. So in order to trust, I had to read it over and over. And then I, when I worked, I passed it on to all my clients. So Dr. Moody um, went on a journey at that time in the eighty, all over the world sharing his expertise that he was giving the list of 500 patients who had near-death experience in the hospital, and he was supposed to only record their experience, their react their experience of the near-death experience. And it was very, very revolutionary because most of us have unknown about that. Uh, We we only know when we do it. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he did the same thing on 500 children who had near-death experience.
0: All around the world, is
1: that correct? Correct. Yeah, He was giving the list of children in hospital having near-death experience, Mm -hmm. and he he interviewed each one of them. How powerful is that? So that was very life-shifting for me, and I'm at peace about that. So, of course, Conversation with God, he talks about the, the moment we die will be the most joyful event of our life. Mm-hmm. I had to see this first. Mm-hmm. I
0: remember reading a book. <laughs> I think it was actually uh, Sylvia Brown, the author, and she said, if we all knew how amazing it was when we died and went to the other side, we'd all be jumping off bridges
1: that I'm is I'm not ready to jump <laughs> me neither but it's it's, uh, it's an enlightening like thought say, yes.
0: so what effect did this book have on the way you lived your life
1: at that time I was more at peace which one book which one
0: the uh, li- life after life
1: uh, I was starting to to accept that because I trusted Dr. Moody mm-hmm. but what really still to me was conversation with God okay conversation with God I was in awe every day mm-hmm. so much that my children say mommy what's wrong Mm -hmm. you're not the same Hmm. i was a new door of possibility was opening for me i was looking at i I was looking about the spirit i I am in this body my ego was shrinking more and more daily Mm -hmm. i was really honoring my soul journey on earth it sounds transformative it is please get that book i promise you i don't have any Interest in the deal. Wonderful. <laughs> Until I Good. get my own book.
0: Okay, so the next book is one that I love, and that is called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. This is described as the definitive guide on self healing affirmations and the power of the mind to heal the body.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was the pioneer. Uh, Louise heal herself from a cancer through, through um, affirmation.
0: Mm-hmm, through affirmations, mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it's a it's a good good start. Uh, what I love about that book is at the end of the book there is few pages correlating to each emotion affecting every part of the body.
0: So each organ Thank has you. a correlating emotion. Yes. yes.
1: Okay. In other words, every emotion affects a certain organ. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, breath is about self love, mothering. Mm-hmm. So. Um, rest issue are linked to lack of mothering 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 Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and therefore when we follow that journey of honoring each organ Mm -hmm. and with what emotion we are feeling we get a beautiful uh, introspection on what we are ignoring Interesting. Makes sense.
0: Yes, it actually does. And I've actually done some work with this book as well. Um, I remember looking up, I had had some unknown neck pain, didn't Mm -hmm. know where it came from. And in the book, I believe it says something about... ability to see other people's perception,
1: (laughs) point of view. Is that part of it? Yes. And and Uh, also... um, The rigidity of the neck.
0: Right. And fear of kind of like looking at the past, looking back and kind of like admitting what you haven't seen or wanted to see. And so by acknowledging that, you can set it free and release yes. it. And there's some great um, exercises in the back that I've used as well, um, as far as uh, releasing some of these emotions. So what were some of your biggest takeaways or lessons from this particular book?
1: I would say self-loving myself. Self-love, Self-love. that's what I got. And and also the back. I had, I felt like through that book, I had a... I had a place to research some of the parts of my body that were talking to me, and I was ignoring, so that was very powerful for me Wonderful. and I was very grateful to have that on the side so
0: more like a resource a resource Wonderful. Yes.
1: Yeah. the 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 mirroring. It's a very hard one for me to do because... I Can asleep. you
0: describe that? So that, my, that was actually my next question. Were there any practical exercises from the book that you found helpful or even shared with others? So there's one called mirroring.
1: Yes, the mirroring is to look at the, the, the uh, yourself in the mirror, uh, to look at your eyes and say to that child, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, that's probably really hard for some people to do. And for me, at that time, I was not worthy enough because of all the abuse. Mm-hmm. I was not able to break through. I needed more. I needed more tools. I needed more. And conversation with God did it. Wonderful.
0: Any other questions you want to say about "You Can Heal Your Life" before we move on?
1: Sure. It's a it's a very wonderful starting book to start the journey. I think uh, you will have some true Louise Hay transformation. Of her own fate to keep going, she has demonstrated how, and she she created uh, the hay the hay house hay house publishing publishing yes. empire
0: well, yes <laughs> an empire for an sure empire for sure
1: <laughs> so has you know it's wonderful so she has demonstrated with her intention what can be achieved so I have a lot of respect for her and admiration and uh, I think it will be helpful for people who are starting. To start with that book. Starting a healing journey. Yes. I
0: agree with that, and I've actually given it to at least two friends, one for her child and another for, um, actually, it was a, a friend of mine, but a husband of a couple that was kind of working on their marriage, and I had high hopes that that, that it would help them. Um, so the next book, I, I guess our final book that we're going to talk about in this um, episode, we will probably do a, another episode with a couple more books is do i have to give up me to be loved by you by jordan paul he phd margaret and margaret paul yeah and margaret paul they're co-authors yes,
1: yeah husband and wife mm-hmm.
0: and this work um, when i asked, when you and i were talking about this you had said that this work is about honoring our inner child in relationships and avoiding codependency that causes us to ignore our own needs. Mm -hmm. Um, The Amazon description says, this classic text for couples, interested in creating freer, more joyful, and profoundly intimate relationships, explores the delicate balance of being true to oneself and being loved by another. So when did you find this book? Is this one that you did for your own self-love, or is something maybe you were working on with your relationship?
1: I was working with Margaret Paul at that time as a therapist. She was my therapist.
0: Margaret Paul. Oh, you were working with the uh, with the author yes oh how fascinating and
1: i had a, the, uh, the, the i had the opportunity to translate all the mail that came from france because a book was published in, uh, in france this
0: book was yes and then you answered the mail from I, your I, french she would listeners, she would
1: get the mail from uh, from france mm-hmm. and ask me to she would dictate me her answer in english and i would translate it in French. oh
0: how wonderful what year would this have been 80-something. Okay, when you were so doing I was, your studies. I, I, was,
1: I, was, uh, I was, she was my therapist, and she asked me, sure. So I did that for close to one year for her. And so, I was, I, and so she, of course, I read a book, and I, the purpose of my therapy with her was to master doing the whole process of inner child.
0: Okay, tell us I, just a little bit about inner child.
1: Mar, Mar, Dr. Margaret Paul called it inner child. It's about the inner the cells. It's reaching that part of us. That is, wants to talk to us. Mm-hmm. So she has created with a bear, a stuffed animal, holding the bear mm-hmm. and putting, taking a picture of yourself as a child, putting it on, on the face of the bear to mm-hmm. connect with that little girl in you or that okay. little boy. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the starting question is, what am I doing that's causing you pain? We are, we are curious because a child in us, that being in us is in pain. We are turning our back with food, with smoking, with sex while that part of us wants to be heard. So the inner child process is to really be doing a series of questions back and forth and going inside of ourselves and letting that voice come true. So giving a voice to to that inner inner child. I was looking at those words. And the whole process is to come to full circle that, okay, we have learned from our parents, the child has been neglected, but we, as an adult, have perpetuated that abuse of ourselves, and the full circle is to ask forgiveness to that child and say, "I'm so sorry. I learned from them to treat. I was treated like that, and I'm treating you the same way. I'm perpetuating the neglect, mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry. And I am going to really learn from this. Learn to know you better. Learn what to find out what you love. And it's a wonderful process. And I became a. Certifying that process at that time because it was a seminar from Dr. Margaret Paul, and that's what we would be doing for five days. So,
0: so did this book help you with your own relationship?
1: Oh, it's very important because one of the books is uh, Do I Have to Give Up Me to Be Loved by You? It's about relationship and a marriage, how we are giving up ourselves to please others. We perpetuate doing this and being codependent. So, that was a very good work of Dr. Paul and Jordan Paul. So, then She wrote another book, Do I Have to Give Up Me to Be Loved by My Children? Again, we lose ourselves. So it's a powerful um, journey of Dr. Margaret. Powerful work.
0: Wonderful. Highly recommend it. That's great. I didn't know that you had um, studied under her. Wonderful. So then the last um, recommendation that Vivian wanted to share was John Melton, Theory of the Mind. And this is a YouTube channel?
1: Yes. Yes. Dr. uh, John Melton was my my teacher at the Institute of Hypnotherapy. And uh, the theory of mind will be so revealing to each of you. If you watch that short video, it's explained how the subconscious mind has been absorbing every event since the day you are born, perhaps even before (laughs) in the cells, but understanding how the subconscious mind is locked in with all the trauma. And we have created the critical mind, which is the 12 percent of the mind, and the subconscious mind is 88. So here we are wanting to change. So in the critical mind, we have willpower, decision-making. Uh, we want to change our journey, but 88 percent say no, nay, nay, nay. I can't you can't. So you have 12 percent going north, 88 percent going south, so you are not in harmony.
0: Right, you've described that as the tip of the iceberg.
1: The tip of, thank you, yeah. So that video will help you. For me, that was when I entered the institute. That was the first class we had. And that was very wonderful. I felt like, no wonder it's so hard.
0: <laughs> hard, to, hard to grasp the concept?
1: No, it's so hard to change. Because oh, oh, 88% change, yes. is going the opposite direction of my intention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they, I'll give you an example. If you, you are born in a family, Italian family, and they eat pasta every day at every meal. Today, no matter what you do, you're going to want to eat pasta and you cannot lose weight because, because carb, 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 carb. Mm-hmm. But you are, you are hooked to that tradition no matter how hard you work.
0: Mm-hmm. You're saying because that's ingrained in your subconscious Correct. and yourself, the behaviors. The behaviors. <clears throat> <clears throat> the
1: throat> same for me, smoking in Paris. Mm-hmm. The whole city smoked. My whole family smoked. So at the age of 18, I was smoking. My God, it was so hard to remove it.
0: Have we, this is maybe a subject for another podcast, but have we talked yet about your advice for smoking cessation? I know we had, we I would you love me, to give this. Let's, let's do that. This is the f- we'll next do one. that in, another, in and, another
1: episode. And I used the same process to change my blood pressure within 10 minutes. Oh, recently? Yes. You did that. Okay, wonderful. Oh, my God. Well,
0: we got to the end of the list of four that we wanted to just kind of briefly talk about, give you an idea. I hope you all will run <laughs> to Amazon or to the library um, to get these books. I will put the names of these books as well as the authors in the show notes and a brief description. In our next episode, you can look forward to Vivian's advice on how she quit smoking and how you can use this procedure to um, – what else can what, – what can they do with this procedure? You said you lowered your blood pressure, smoke, stopped smoking, sort of got – get rid of any bad habit.
1: Yes, also, um, is it that inner voice? Is, is, yeah, you can use it for, for craving. Oh, good. I okay, so to you. quiet the
0: inner voice. Yes, okay. to, to,
1: to, that inner voice is constantly wants to be heard. So it manifests with food, manifests with
0: whatever, you know? Wonderful. I know, I know the story, so I'm excited to, I mean, to share it with I mean, I couldn't believe
1: them. it. I mean, I was a heavy smoker one packet a day. Everything's like 12 days, I was done, I was free. That's wonderful. And I never, never... I cannot be around smoke cigarettes. I Since can't. Then. It's party gone for myself. Wonderful. Good. I'm excited to share that one. Good. Well, thank you for joining
0: us for another episode of Celebrate Your Trauma. We love to hear from you. So please send us an email at celebrateyourtrauma at gmail.com and also go to Facebook. There you can search Celebrate Your Trauma. You can find our group and um, reach Vivian and Teresa, give us suggestions, let us know anything you'd like to hear in an upcoming podcast, and let us know what
1: you think. I have heard privately so many people reach me to let me know. They hear it over and over and how it has impacted them. Um, So I really, really cherish your feedback directly or indirectly. And so please keep passing it on to other people. You don't have to say anything, just forward it.
0: Right. And you never know who, who needs to hear Uh, what Vivian
1: has to share. So thank you again. And I want to thank Teresa for this fabulous work that she does constantly with so much commitment.
0: Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure.